Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output podcast, we hit Zoom's hottest dance party and explore the world of hip-hop live streamers. InputMag.com news writer Matt Willie, a frequent Club Q attendee, recently wrote about why the party is such a good time and why it's so important to the queer community right now. Here he is reading an excerpt from his piece. Grab the night's Zoom code, log in, and lose yourself in a crowd of a thousand other queer people. It's that easy. Maybe make yourself a quick cocktail or roll a joint. Pull up a meme or a custom background if you want. Set your smart lights to strobe. Dance. If there's any one thing you need to know about club quarantine, it's that the virtual queer dance party is fun as fuck. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks, Mark. So how did club quarantine come about? The creators, Mingus and Andres, Brad Allen and KCMQ, who are all based in Toronto, were just kind of hanging out one night and they, you know, invited a bunch of friends and realized that Instagram couldn't handle all their traffic. So they moved to Zoom and, you know, drunkenly sort of posted the code for people to join in. And before they knew it, it kind of just blew up. So what's the vibe like? How, how does Club Quarantine work when you log on? It's really, really immersive. The audio sharing feature of Zoom really makes it feel like the DJ is playing the music directly for you. You know, it's high quality, especially if you're wearing headphones. It's, you know, it's right there. And everyone is just having a great time. Everybody's dancing and, you know, so many people are dressed up. It's really just a a whole experience it's hard to put it into words because it's so immersive oh my gosh michelle obama's in here michelle obama's in here michelle obama's in here a number of very big artists have appeared on club quarantine what what kind of names are we talking about here Charlie XCX is one of the the biggest ones, and she's also done a lot of posting about the club and, you know, spoken about it in interviews, and she's actually recording a quarantine album right now. So I think the press that she's getting for that has really helped them build their audience. Um, And then there have been other big names like Kim Petras and Tanasha, and just the other night I was at the club and Caroline Polachek was there, and she has a pretty big following now too. So they've really been getting some pretty big names in there. And a lot of that has been in collaboration with Paper Magazine, which does a lot of in-person events usually. So they've moved that collaboration to Club Quarantine and they're doing a lot of reaching out to artists and now artists are reaching out to them too. What's the importance of Club Quarantine during this obviously very difficult time? I think it's super important as a place for queer people to be with other queer people and to kind of let loose and just enjoy themselves because that's pretty much the hardest thing I think about being isolated is being away from people who, not just people who you consider close friends or family, but people who are similar to you and people who have similar interests, especially when those interests are having fun because it's 
particularly hard to have fun when you're just sitting in your house. So I think the importance is twofold with club quarantine because queer spaces are pretty hard to come by and they're even harder to come by when we're all isolated like this. So it's really providing a unique place for queer people to meet and connect and just hang out at night, you know, after the day's done. You can follow Matt on Twitter at DogZaddy. Now on to today's second story. For a price, YouTube influencers like Adam22, Cameron Howler, and Patrick CC will listen to your hip-hop track and evaluate it on their live streams. But is this a valuable service for up-and-coming rappers? or just another music biz hustle. Writer Seth King investigated for InputMag.com. Here he is reading an excerpt from his piece. A lifelong entrepreneur, Adam22 saw an opportunity in a new YouTube feature called Super Chat, which allowed viewers to pin a comment and make payments during a live stream. For a monetary quote-unquote donation, he would react and give feedback to fan-submitted songs in front of his live audience of SoundCloud rap enthusiasts. As long as viewers paid and put a link to their track in their pinned comment, he would listen to their song, even if it took him all night. Hey, I go live on Twitch every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. I listen to your music. So join the next stream and submit. I want to hear it. Welcome to the show, Seth. Yeah, no, glad to be here, Mark. YouTubers like Adam22 are offering to evaluate rappers' tracks for money. How exactly does this work? I'd say, you know, a couple times a month or bi-weekly, Adam or some of his peers like Cam from Cuff Boys or Patrick CC, they set up, you know, a live stream on YouTube and then they just wait for everyone to pile in and start submitting their tracks using the super chat feature and they sort of select people at random and then play their songs in front of the stream and either decimate it or <laughs> say it's pretty good and hopefully tell other people about it. How brutal can they get with their evaluations? I've seen Adam and Patrick definitely be upfront with people who are at the beginning of their career and don't have a lot of talent. So their songs are really poorly mixed. They might have, you know, totally terrible mastering or bad lyrics. And yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll tell them straight up, you know, you've got no talent or should probably just pick up a career that's going to pay you more than your music because, you know, today with the digital streaming economy, it's it's a tough world out there and it's good that someone's out there giving them honest advice. You spoke to a bunch of fledgling rappers for this piece. What did they think about the pay-to-play scenario? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely mixed. You know, some of them thought it was worth it. I think when you don't have a lot of fans, you don't have a lot of followers, it's good to see that you've got a couple thousand more views. You know you're headed in the right direction. But then, of course, there were a couple people who they saw really nothing from it. The host like Adam or Patrick or Cam, you know, brushed it off within 30 seconds. And it was more or less a waste of 100 bucks, which... For a struggling artist, is a lot of money. And what do members of the music industry think about this approach? One of them who's been in the industry for 30 years and I think has really seen how streaming has affected the way labels find artists thought that it was at least good that their music was getting in front of an influencer with some type of audience. You know, that was a, a small benefit to the artist that at least the person you're paying money is somewhat able to get your music out there. So someone like that A&R who I was speaking with thought it was thought it was a decent strategy, but then 
others, you know, they said total waste of time. These guys are basically running off with the cash and not able to offer a service and sort of taking advantage of young artists aspirations. That said, if I were just getting into this world and were interested in watching one of these YouTube live streams, who would you recommend I watch first? I think Patrick CC. He definitely is the most active and involved in listening and reviewing people's songs and seems like he is sort of you know, the new guard of of hip hop commentators on YouTube. He's attentive to the listeners and people who submit their songs to his stream. So I think if you want to hear underground new artists, you know, want to hear their music and want to hear legitimate feedback, he's the best place to go to. But I think Adam is a bit more entertaining just because he's someone who really came up in the SoundCloud era of hedonism and... (laughs) and just wild antics. So, you know, he's the type of person who will just, you know, be hanging out and smoking a blunt and chilling. And you never know who's gonna really pop up on the live stream. You can follow Seth on Twitter at Seth underscore Kingwriter. And I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of tech and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on whichever podcast app you use. Thank you for listening.